Hey friends, welcome back to the first official episode of The Real You Podcast. I am so excited to welcome you this week. I'm so excited. I've been anticipating it since the introduction um, that happened last Monday where I really just led us into being vulnerable and understanding the importance of vulnerability understanding where God meets us in our vulnerability who okay so if you hear shaking in my voice it is because I am so nervous I'm so nervous um so this episode is a little different some of you are hearing it audibly but this week I am actually recording it um on video as well and we are in on my couch in my living room with my notebook and my diffuser because I need that (laughs) and um, man so last week brought up a lot in me a lot of you don't know that I started this podcast completely by faith Um, (laughs) I started it this podcast just in a place where I was still where I am still afraid to be vulnerable because vulnerable is unknown and vulnerability is often out of my control out of our control and that's really scary especially you know in places where we may still be so tender, right? Um, But I really felt the Lord lead me to start this podcast like right where I was. Because from what I know from my healing journey over the years, there has not been a lot of people brave enough to talk about their stories which I completely understand and get now I get it <laughs> because the the content of our stories often make us shut down some of our stories feel so ugly that it's not even worth talking about and that's how I felt for a long time and that's kind of where I've been this week of just anticipating this episode being nervous about this episode, shaking and trembling um, in the coming days of this episode because I'm like, God, when I think about my story, some of it is not very pretty. Um, Some of it was very traumatic events to the point where I physically can't remember all the details. And that in itself felt very invalidating. It felt like if I can't completely remember all the details, then was it true? Um, am I worthy of speaking of it? Will people believe me? Right? And I just kept finding myself there. And the Lord was just kind of speaking to me and telling me that He wants us to know, He wants me to know that I can trust him in the unknown of vulnerability, in the unknown of 
not knowing how it's going to be received by others, not knowing if others are going to believe me or validate me or stand with me. I can trust him in that. And he kind of gave me this visionary of it almost being like we are like holding his hand as we walk in step towards the ocean. And this body of water that we don't know the depths or the lengths, but he does. He knows the depths and the lengths of our pain. He knows the depths and the lengths of how long we've carried our pain, our stories. Some things that maybe our friends don't know, maybe some of our family members don't know. And that maybe we vowed not to ever say it because we were too afraid or we didn't think we would be heard or understood or maybe somebody in your past didn't or your present didn't validate you didn't understand you and he's like I know the depths of that and I validate you so that's kind of where I've been this week and like I said it's not without shaking and trembling it's not without nervousness and just this feeling that I just wanted to run away but here I am so I remember as a little girl being in church with my father he was this amazing pianist and musician and as he would be playing on the organ, I would watch as people would dance and move to the rhythm of the keys that he played, the melodies that he played. I would watch as people felt safe in the presence of his gifting. I would watch after church as he spoke over people and communed with people and listened to people. And I would feel like a total stranger to who that person was. Because when I was at home with my dad, I didn't know which part of him I would get. I didn't know if I would get his anger. I didn't know if I would get his distance. I didn't know if he would love me that day I spent so many years of my childhood afraid of the next punch in my face even today I have scars on my body that I cannot remember the events of when they happened because there were so many I remember this one time where my dad was so angry at me and I guess he called himself disciplining me and I remember him sitting on me he sat on the middle of my back and as he watched me cry from one end he whipped me vigorously with a belt on the other end and he had no mercy in 
the strength of how he would hit. He had no mercy for my pain. He had no mercy for my pleading for him to stop. He had no mercy for the pleading of his forgiveness. And I just remember holding the weight of that as a little girl going into church knowing that sometimes my body was still sore from last night's beating and I watch him go into church and be a total different man And it confused me. It made me feel like I was this evil thing that he needed to make holy by great wrath. And it made me feel like that is how God looked at me. I remember him saying to me one time that if I ever tried to come up against him, God would get me. And even now I feel in my body, I feel triggered. I feel my chest getting tight because I feel how those words have kept me bondage throughout the years in my relationship with God. I remember reading God's word and feeling like it was like a direct reprimand to me because I was evil. I was wrong. I needed to be fixed. I was unclean. And I remember years, even up to this point, trying to serve God out of obedience without love. And it was a a relationship full of anxiety between God and I. exact same as mine but you carry that same feeling that same guilt as if you were the villain in your story and not the victim and I want to speak to that right now and say that is a lie you were the victim I I was the victim those people who harmed us 
and who sinned against us. My dad, it may be your mom, it may be your uncle, it may be your cousin, it may be your friend, it may be a stranger. They were wrong. And the sin that was caused against us is theirs to bear completely theirs not ours and I want to say I'm sorry that that happened to you I want to say that I'm sorry that it happened to me I want to tell you that God is sorry I want to tell you that he didn't do those things to you and that may be triggering to hear, right? Because it's hard to make sense of how such ugly, evil things happen to us and then to try to make sense of where God was in it the whole time. But I want you to remember the story of Jesus and how throughout the Bible we see how much he suffered, how he was misunderstood. I want you to see how he was whipped and beaten. That he was a victim. And a lot of those places where people just didn't get him. People just didn't accept him. And what I, what I want to say to that is, that he shares in our stories. I didn't know that this was who God was until I got to this place. I didn't know that God was a friend. Just like you see me sitting on the couch. He sits next to us in our pain. He doesn't want to shut us up. He doesn't want to hide it. He's not ashamed of it. He doesn't look away. He's like, no, 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 no. Angel, I'm right here. Tell me about it. Tell me how it hurt. If you're feeling anxious, let me hold your hand. If you're feeling triggered, let me just be with you. And it's okay if that's hard to believe or receive. It's okay that you're not there yet. God is not like our fathers. God is not like our mothers. God is not like anybody that we know in our lives. He is gentle and kind, patient and good. And when you're used to bad when you're used to having to fight and defend yourself in your life that's how you survive so I get it it may not be something that you get or I get today but I do know that right now Christ is touching our hearts ever so gently He's not rushing, but he also knows just the right pace to get us there.
to get us to freedom, to get us to safety, to get us to love. He knows. He knows. And I just never understood that the revelation of who I am will begin to unfold with accepting my story. Accepting it. Not shaming it. Not hiding it. Not having a false sense of responsibility to protect or defend my abusers. But with accepting that I'm an overcomer. Accepting that no matter what happened to this body, this body has bared so much weight. It has got me through. It has survived. And it's beautiful. Everything about me is beautiful. Everything about you is beautiful. Our stories they are what happened to us. They are not who we are. In our stories, God is going to give us the eyes to see how he made beauty out of all of those ashes. Because that's who he is. That's who he is. I'm so grateful to be here, being vulnerable, shedding shedding tears, sitting on the couch with you, breathing in my diffuser when I feel triggered, knowing that I'm safe to be where I am, knowing that all that I am today is enough. Knowing that I don't have to put the pressure, by the pressure to myself like I did all these years. Because that's what others did to me. That's what my dad did to me. But I am learning what it means to be loved by God. So I'm so thankful to be here to share with you on the Real You Podcast. I'm thankful to provide a space of vulnerability and safety where God can meet us here. A place to say that you don't have to hide your story and that the seeming, seemingly ugliness of your story is not who you are, but that you are beautiful and you're a wonderful work of God and he's going to begin to unfold that as his love hits your heart he's going to begin to open your eyes he's going to begin to open your ears he's going to begin to open your mouth and he's going to begin to heal your memories and then he's going to give you a story to tell to free others 
possess who he is. So thank you so much for joining me this week on the Real You Podcast. I look forward to seeing you next Monday.